1: Hello and welcome to Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got the most pundits I think we've ever had in one city. It's not like we lost 5 0 and people want to rant, is it really? Mm-hmm. We've um, got five pundits, one yeah. for each goal. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, we've got the uh, self proclaimed football manager beast, Luke Thompson. You're right, guys. You, you, you don't I don't like play it. football. I haven't got time oh. for
4: football manager, Dave. I'm a busy man now. <laughs> so, what, what, what do we call you then? call me Luke. Luke. <laughs> yeah, the self-proclaimed working man.
1: <laughs> uh, right, we've got a freelancer in this, Rob Fletcher. We've got The Baron. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> John Babb. Hi, yeah. uh, we've got an um, award-nominated Manchester yes. writer, Richard Hobbs. <laughs> uh, good evening. And a uh, special guest this week, um, second appearance on the podcast so far in what, five years, but we'll, we'll let him Get away with that. He's a commentator for Talksport and probably some of the most major sporting events that have happened in the last couple of years. If you're on Twitter, I'm sure you know him. Mr. James fielder Good
5: evening. He's with us. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Yeah, it's right, it's right. Was the last time you were on, was it probably Premier League days with McCarthy? Yeah, it was a yeah. while ago. Yeah. Certainly uh, not after a 5-0 defeat anyway. No. Uh on the podcast this week, obviously we're gonna talk about that game against Derby. <laughs> Um, And we're going to look at uh, best Wolves rumours as well. But firstly, thank you to everyone who voted for us at this year's Football Blogging Awards. Um, We had loads of players vote for us, which was really nice. Uh, But obviously, you voted for us. And the reason why we got nominated was because of you. And the reason why we're going on Thursday to the event is because of you guys. So just thank you to everyone who voted for us on Twitter, on Facebook, on the website of Football Blogging Awards. It's very much appreciated. And we'll stop going on about it now until hopefully next week if we win. We'll get the champagne act. We'll have to have a special Fox show Fizz. next week.
2: And you won't have, we haven't got a show next week, but we'll have a special show. Yeah. We'll, we'll,
6: yeah, we'll just have to sort of give everyone a rundown of what happened on mm. Thursday night. Don't
4: expect it, Bob. We're, we're not going to win. Time. We'll just get people to do the show for them. You could yeah, do like the, the best bits of 2014 <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Like a nice little compilation. <laughs> <laughs> like a little. Shows where they can't be bothered to do an episode <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we won't be winning But if we do, it be great, thank you very much um, Just um, something in the news has happened today uh, Morocco pulled out of hosts of the African Cup of Nations Now you're thinking, David, it's a Wolves podcast Do I really care about that? Well, uh, obviously, Dicke Masako, part of the Mali team Who could qualify Does it mean, therefore, that they won't be leaving in January? Um, James, and I said before that there's going to be a new host
5: announced. Yeah, so what I was reading this afternoon is that Morocco are out all together there are a number of people who might want to host it and have put their names forward to host it and that will be announced on Wednesday and what I was just saying to you before we started was that now there's the possibility I guess is that whoever hosts it if they're already still in the running to qualify and they will now qualify as uh, host of the tournament that group could then take three teams forward so Marley's two games on Saturday and the following Wednesday I think it is.
1: I've no idea. Yeah I'm pretty sure it's
5: Wednesday. Um,
1: make up for nothing but it's speculation and we'll find out on Wednesday is it just fuel to find more about how these are two key players that we could leave in January and we basically need a whole squad to fill them <laughs> anyone <laughs> for a team? go are they no, likely to be
2: more teams drop more countries drop out though now one. I don't I think, think so no, well
6: yeah. Morocco claimed the reason they pulled out is because they think tourism will be affected um, through the Ebola outbreak not because of the Ebola outbreak itself within the country yeah so in theory, I don't think there should be much stopping other teams from competing. They right. didn't
3: actually pull out. They pulled out as hosts. So, yeah, and they, they, got they got kicked, kicked, kicked out. out. Yeah. Because um, the CIF, the governing body of football in Africa, said the country was actually OK. They were telling the country, they were actually, you, you're OK to host, so you just get on with it. And they said, no, we're not OK to host. And they pulled out. And then because of that, they said, well, forget it. You're not taking part at all. Mm-hmm. So it's not a case of them pulling out. But yeah. if it leads to others pulling out, that could be quite interesting.
1: You don't get that many weeks on Walls Fancast. real in-depth knowledge of African football.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to say it's good job we got as many people here because if you know if James wasn't here, this section would be a bit crap. I think. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah so Mali's last games. Just to say, they've got uh, Malawi, which are the team that can potentially catch them realistically, and then uh, they've got Algeria as their last game, and Algeria won every match. So basically, Daco, <laughs> Sacco and Dicko <laughs> need to get a result uh, tomorrow. No, Saturday. Sorry, Saturday on mm. Sunday game. So, but depending on what the announcement is on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, then this may all be <laughs> relevant yeah, anyway. Yeah. If, if Marley announced they're going <laughs> to they're going to host it, then uh, has Dicko
2: gone off. being injured?
5: Yeah, that's what Chuck it said after the I game. I didn't say that. No, no, no. So, so
1: on the on the basis, let's say that it still carries on. Marley qualify. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about it at another point, but realistically now, how many people do Wolves need to get in to potentially cover two key players? Obviously with Dicker going, we need strikers anyway, but have we got enough cover for Saka or do we need to well, I don't think we've guys. got enough cover in any position on the yeah. on the yeah. park, have we? Really? I think it probably
5: pulls you Sabio into the reckoning. Hmm. At least hmm. for a number of games. And when within does that, his down end? He's back. Now. He's back. Oh, is back now? He got last back. week? I oh. yeah. And within that oh, you've got at least one, yeah, he's if not so, two, two I think I think FA Cup games, depending on whether you get past the first round. mm so they're the kind of games he might have even broken into the squad for anyway. Okay. So I imagine he'll be around. Yeah. Puts more emphasis on Van Para. Mm. VLP. I'm not really, I'm not really convinced about this thing that he can play through the middle. To be honest. Jacket and I I always think it's seems. Whenever we sign a striker or whenever team signs, striker, goes, oh yeah, he can play any of the front three positions. But I'm not convinced that in Holland he'd have played through the middle too mm. many times. To be honest. Anyone else? Any thoughts on?
1: Or was it too early? still
6: we need cover i think you say if dicko goes we don't have a strike force as proved on saturday um so i mean i think ben said last week we he signed about at least three strikers um i don't think we've probably got enough cover out wide i so think i think yeah you've got players like your sabio and jacobs but we don't have anyone anywhere near the quality of Saka on the left and that is a bit of a worry. but you won't get anybody. In no, you're yet. not you going to, line. but I don't think so. we have anyone who can go anywhere near that at the moment or have his impact in the team.
2: And but also, the central midfielders are untouchable because nobody you can put in, yeah, so d- even though they're not playing that well at the moment.
6: I, I think, think they're, they're, you can't drop them. No, I think sort of there does need to be a big change in, in the system that we're playing without Sacco and Dicko, um, if they're not here. Hmm. I think so. there will be quite a bit of activity. If you listen
3: to the uh, the noises Steve Morgan was making last week.
2: The quote from Morgan was, I have never refused Kenny any money that he's actually asked for. Maybe he's not. Asked well, that for that sounds much. like a break of <laughs> a <up the> relationship. <laughs> 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 so,
1: and Michael Calvin, who we spoke to earlier on this season, obviously knows Jackie quite well, say did say that Kenny likes to, he kind of treats a club's money as his own. So it may be that, a lot we've seen with how Wolves have spent money at the minute, he's not going to go out and Throw money at players. Although I know we we bid what three million for Andy Delort, which obviously, thank God, we didn't Mm. do that. Um, But maybe he's not going to just throw money at players. That's why when Jack uh, Morgan says he gives him what he wants, maybe Jack it just doesn't take. I'd
4: imagine he's 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 got his targets now, though. Oh, you know,
5: so the work will be being done. Yeah, Yeah. the the transfer window is pretty meaningless anyway. All the work's done before, which is when to get signed off. So,
4: and so if he's got the money, Mm. which I'm sure he will have. I can't see us bringing a wide player in. I think, like James said, you will step up. we will probably see him on the bench, Van La Parra, then starting. Mm-hmm. Um, we desperately do need a striker. I'm not sure about three, like Ben said last week, but I think mm-hmm. definitely one, you know, two would be nice.
6: I think one permanent and one on loan to a yeah. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Well, Ben mm-hmm. mentioned on the podcast this, last week, who do you bring in? Who is out there that Wolves can realistically, that off your top of your head that you can know that Wolves can bring in?
2: What about
4: Dwight Gale? Which we we're
2: talking about, <laughs> anyway. yeah. but, but now I mean, it's very difficult to know the contract position sitting here of mm. players around yeah. the country. It's impossible.
1: do be so skeptical, John. Come on, it is hypothetical I mean, fan- fantasy. It is,
5: but yeah, as well, like it's not always about the money because I think more enough, often than not, Wolves always taking someone on loan before they've them, they, they? <coughs> so, they have splashed the money. have a lot So I mean, right? like you know, they might be in a position where they can pay a little bit more for someone's wages in January because they can just take them on a loan until the summer. So, mm. but you know. They've got a whole he's he's obviously trusted British players a lot more, and the fact that he hasn't really given Van der Parra a chance suggests Mm. that he'll probably trust in British again, won't he? So, I mean, Mm.
4: you, you might say that we've got a backing for Chris Wood. Because he's he's not getting a sniff at Leicester, really, he is played he? So he?
2: Played on Saturday. is miss. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any football. He came. But, on. but, but yeah, okay. how many how many minutes has he played this season? But if you playing, so if you've played a Premier League game on Saturday, I don't think you're thinking about playing mid-table Championship football in, immediately, are you? But, not but but I would
4: imagine the situation would be very very different in January. Yeah, if
6: Leicester go in for a striker,
4: you know,
2: to get a fourth choice
6: striker in or whatever would be for them, yeah, he's going to drop off the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
4: I mean I've not really watched Leicester in depth, so. How many games have been played in the Prem? 10? 10-11, I think. 10-11. Yeah, yeah. How many games has Chris Wood started? None. None.
5: He's had four sub-appearances and played
4: 46 minutes. Well, come minutes. on, that's
1: what... And James isn't looking at anything.
5: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> 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 it's like they
4: come prepared, you know. No, so I, I would imagine... Uh, is
2: that the sort I mean, of player you want to be signing in January, somebody who's played 46 minutes in the last six months? So I, I mean, the, the thing with Sambo, isn't it? Exactly.
5: Which is a disgrace in itself, but... But you're yeah. not
4: gonna if if we are looking in the loan market, you're not gonna get a first choice player, are you?
2: No. No. Or, or you're signing somebody from a division below. But that's a gambling. Yeah, exactly. You, you, know. have to, right. yeah. Yeah.
5: Gamble. you have to go from below and pay the money for them. We'll yeah. take them from we'll above, yeah. take them on loan, and yeah. we'll be prepared to play them for a couple of
2: games to get them yeah. fit. Mm. Like so. Burnley, I mean, Burnley took a gamble on Charlie Austin, didn't they? Mm. When when a lot of people were, you know, is he good enough? So sometimes taking players from down that division can pay off. It's a bit more of a gamble. It can be better than signing somebody from the Premier League who hasn't already played and kicked the ball in a couple yeah, of seasons. fair mm-hmm. comment.
4: I mean, who do you go for from the lower leagues? Oh, I mean, off the top of my head, I can only Joe think Garner. of Joe Garner, mm. and mm. I mean that lad from Chesterfield started well, but he seems to sort of have dipped a bit now, hasn't he? That is it. Ian Doyle, Owen Doyle, Ollian. Yeah, he's oh. got to be Ken. <laughs> yeah, um, oh. I mean because I've not really been watching that sort of league one before.
1: <laughs> 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 or maybe it'll be a discussion for another point come the uh, January transfer. We're now, talking of Dwight Gale... Twitter was in a buzz on Sunday night with a, a rumour from a, a lovely ITK, or well, in the know if you're not knowing that terminology, saying that uh, Dwight Gale was going to come to Wolves online for the rest of the season. Obviously that rumour was rubbish, but we wanted to know what was the best Wolves rumour you have ever heard. You've got some on social media, which we asked earlier on the day. Gentlemen, the floor is yours. Best Wolves rumour you have heard? Dennis Burkham. Yeah, yeah well, I Dennis that. Burkham. Yeah.
2: We signed Isaac Ocaronco. It was desperately Dennis Bergkamp, and we opened the curtain, (laughs) (laughs) and he's Isaac Cockerham. Who the hell is he?
6: (laughs) Well, mine was uh, Stephen Fletcher being linked to Real Madrid to play in their B team. Yeah, remember that? I remember that. I had a look earlier. He was linked to Real Madrid when he was at Hibs, when he was at Burnley, and at Wolves. I don't know where it all
4: came from, but was it um, was Kevin Doyle linked to Juventus as well? I think so, yeah. I remember Kenny as well. Miller was linked to Roma um, before he got <laughs>
5: released.
6: <laughs> mine
5: was Miroslav Closer. Yeah, that would be mine as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But do you remember the backstory behind why he got linked? So he was because leaving Bayern. Going, yeah. I and going and so he got linked to Wolfsburg because they'd lost Edin Dzeko. And so a, a story abroad must have ran Wolves in for Closer. And the Daily, I, I googled it there, and the Daily Star picked it up here, and they oh, Wolves in for Closer, We'll run that, you know, great right. story. Obviously Wolves in German was short for Wolfsburg, and so then they've ran the story here, Wolves in for South Closer, but face competition from Real Madrid. <laughs> 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 is, that, is that why
2: Roma was with um, Kenny Miller as well then? Because the, the, on Roma Wolves, you know? I I think yes, they be are. It, yeah. oh, I remember at the time we closed. Didn't a few English
1: papers run that story? And it did go yeah, for I mean, a while, as if it was. I couldn't a find the original. Thing. I couldn't find the original
5: thing. I got as far as tribal football and I'm caught offside today. <laughs> but, but it does. It does cite the Daily Star on
1: Sunday. So uh, I did it, look at yeah. that story. Any of the ones at all that people remember? Do I
6: remember Stephen
3: Gleeson getting linked with Barcelona once? Really? Or was that just me? I <laughs> think that was football <laughs> manager. It <Yeah>, was. <yeah, laughs> I think it was an Ireland game an Ireland and the 21 game and I was watching because of vague Wolves interest. and someone goes this is Stephen Gleeson on the board he's been uh, linked with a move to Barcelona in recent weeks I thought where the hell's that coming from <laughs> I don't know where that came from but uh, I think that it, didn't work
5: out I think he was booking a weekend away <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> The other one as well was Rivaldo.
5: I can't remember that was a rumor yeah, or whether it yeah. actually... I've got, a, I've got a,
1: Twitter one, a, Twitter, a Twitter one in a sec for that one, but carry on. I was Most of yeah, well, I mean, it was yeah. Dave Jones era, wasn't it, in the Premier
5: League? Yeah. And he, yeah. I think he genuinely thought we had a chance and then yeah. there was the realization. He
6: went on a free from Barcelona and then just didn't move for quite a while. And just,
4: yeah, I remember us game. links. Did, did we turn down Nicolas Anelka as well when he was a kid? What? What I've, I've heard that one I've heard the Wayne Rooney one well, where we, we
1: nearly scouted him we nearly scouted that <laughs> Rooney movie yeah. we nearly we we went to watch <laughs> him in <at> the game Ozzy's close to giving him the petrol <laughs> <shot>? <laughs> uh, right, I'll go to someone on, on, on social media uh, Stanley Motown Uh, Says, I'm sure I read we tried to sign Platini in 81 or 82, but pulled out because of a worries of a knee injury. No, I don't think it ever existed. It was on the front page of the Express and Star, that was at the time. Uh, SDB 1877, just a rumour, but something about Dave Wynn breaking his leg. But the closer one as well, a couple of times, and the one about uh, Bergkamp. Um, the Rivaldo one but I heard that in 2003 Rivaldo came to the training ground left laughed, and left
5: do you know Baggio yeah. did that I remember yeah. that one do you remember when he flew in on like a private jet and he, the, the, the thought was that he saw the potholes in the training ground at Compton when it was still like mm. port cabins
1: and stuff mm. it was pouring down with rain and he was uh, turned around and got in his car <laughs> and went back to Brampton no, business airport yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, Mr. Ferguson on Twitter uh, says when they were taken down the North Bank, they found a ball on the roof, rumoured to be Mokamara's shot. And I'm going to do this final. This is on Facebook. This is obviously completely made up, but the guy went... If he went to all this effort just to write this, <laughs> I think it's fantastic. It's a bit of a story for you. Here we go. It's from Martin Holiday on our Facebook page. Uh, I remember a rumour that sounds... Uh, sorry. I remember a rumour that did the rounds in July where an ITK source on Twitter stated that he'd seen Jez Moxie in a queue at Subway and overheard a conversation Jez was having on his mobile phone. A rather animated Jez had apparently been trying to type a deal to sign by Munich's French international ringer, Frank Ribéry. However, negotiations seemed to hit a sticking point when Jess got distracted by the salad selection. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and mistakenly offered a scoopful of jalapenos for Ribéry's weekly appearance fee, at which the B- B- Bavarian Bay CEO hung up. I'm pretty sure this is, this is a rumour. I'm sure this rumour was true because there's no smoke without fire, you know. And this IDK source heard it from the horse's mouth. For those who are interested, Jez eventually ordered a six inch meatball sub with jalapenos and a Coke.
6: <laughs> I don't think Jez Moxie's going to get distracted by the salad section of everything in the Subway.
1: I don't think you'd have a meatball sub. I don't don't know, maybe maybe like a spicy Italian? Italian cheese or uh, you know, a foot Again, again, <laughs> he's, he's gonna go <laughs> foot long. Maybe he went for the meal deal, I don't know. You don't know. But I, I just applauded that for my holiday. Uh, holiday. Sorry, but if you've got any other um, best Wolves rumours, do let us know on Twitter at WWFC Fancast and on Facebook Wolves for Paul Fancast Show. <laughs> It was a bit of a reality check for Wolves on Saturday lunchtime as they suffered their worst defeat away since, I believe, Fulham two years ago with a 5-0 away defeat to Derby County at the I-Pro Stadium. Um, and if Wolves were looking to try and bounce to the promotion spaces in the Championship, well, they might need to have a second thing coming. Um, that didn't make no sense. Um, <laughs> that did <make> no sense. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't either. Um, so... On Saturday, five nil. James, I'll start with you. Was it men against boys?
5: Uh, I wouldn't go so far as saying that. I actually it sounds strange, but I don't think we cope with the conditions very well, to be honest. It was very, very wet. I think our passes were either over hit or under I don't think, you know, that was particularly very good. I'm seem to remember loads of long balls being played over the top, which just like spun out of play. I think it just mm-hmm. kinda of summed it up. Really. I think it was just, you know, one of those days that Just has to be kind Mm. of struck off, and you know, people forget the Wolves are a promoted team because Mm. of how well they've done. Mm -hmm. You know, you can sometimes play against teams that are. You know, when we thrashed Forest five-one in that, Mm -hmm. I can't remember the Forest had just been promoted then, but you just get games like that where you just get swept away. So,
1: were Wolves poor, or were we just beaten by a superior team, or both?
5: I think a bit of both. Definitely
4: Mm. both. I mean, Derby are a very good team, Um, possibly the best team in the division, and equally Wolves were absolutely terrible on the day the defending horrible absolutely horrible the defending was it was if you was coaching an under 10s team and you saw that level of defending you'd go mental especially I mean the third goal the six players around the box and they've all stood there and watched the bloke who's 10-12 yards out Kevin MacDonald has ran towards was it Jeff Hendrick who scored the third yeah he's ran towards him and then ran off in, in the complete other direction and, you know, you, you can't excuse defending like that. There's there's no excuse for defending that poorly. When there's a player in the box, why are six men just standing there watching like spectators? It's terrible. And Derby was quick to close us down, pressing us high, pressing us hard, pressing us fast. And we just didn't know what to do about the ball. We looked short of options. And that's my two-pence worth. There we go. Well, in- that's been a
2: common theme. there been uh, in recent weeks yeah. teams really mm-hmm. pressing McDonald in, in in his own thirty yard area, and he's, he's struggling. Mm. He's struggling for me.
1: Even Jacket said in a little interview today that mm. he's identified for that. People are figuring McDonald out now. Yeah,
2: I mean he's like a quarterback being sacked regularly at the yeah. moment. Yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Um, I thought Derby seemed quicker, stronger, more fluid. They had that killer touch in the final third, which. Especially with Leon Clark, which I'm sure we'll touch on in a sec, Walsh didn't have that at all. I thought that if Savile had scored that goal in the first half, could it? it might not have changed the game that we would have still got a result from it, because I think Derby would have still mm-hmm. won. But as soon as he missed that, Derby just seemed to go. It would full have sent course. it in a different
5: direction, wouldn't it? I don't know if mm-hmm. any of you at the Charlton game, but he missed one there as well, where it hit the post. I think. Yeah, 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 yes. re- yeah, not a vital time, but a time where it would have altered the course of the game. And I don't know how he missed that one on Saturday, to be honest. Mm. It just looked as though it was going to fly in.
2: It somewhere. didn't look as bad from behind the goal, though, when they showed you from behind the goal well, the other end. Kind of coming... it, well, there was a player, he'd sort of got to get yeah. it around. It, it wasn't as easy. An it's angle. still a decent chance. It was, yeah, but it, it didn't look like yeah. a sitter no, no, no. Um, as it did from side on. Mm.
4: And you, mm. you you know, you, you look at Derby's first goal, I think that was very fortunate and it would have been a superb save by a
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but it wasn't a great challenge by Danny, was it? Danny, Danny well, a but it, was, it was an unfortunate series of events with Evax Landell slipping yeah, him um, down and through.
3: go
4: through it's, it's it's kind d- of, Danny hmm. Bath. He, he gave away two or three hmm. petty silly free kicks <clears throat> but, um, I think a, a goal kick came from Jack Butland uh, Derby player had it on the halfway line and, and Danny Baff pushed him in the back right in front of the referee mm. and you just think you know you shouldn't be making those sort of errors really and, and there was a couple um, of just little silly free kicks that we was conceding and it was it just looked amateur, really. Mm. Yeah. I thought, I thought I just thought our, our whole performance was very amateur, from from front to back. And we were wrong side think. of our men too many yeah. times. That was why we were giving away a lot of free kicks. Yeah, and I, I think every time Derby went forward, they looked like
2: scoring, mm. and we went forward and we looked like we'd never seen a football before in our lives. We just had no mm. clue. But the longer the game went on, I think some of the worrying factors were seeing people really not putting much effort in yeah. chasing back. Mm-hmm. Last year, when we were winning the league quite comfortably, we were up, we, we'd be 2-0 up against a team that we were strolling in. you still see people run 30 yards and make every effort to get a tackle in when, when somebody's on the break? But On Saturday, there was people strolling back in mm-hmm. midfield when you know, Derby were on the ball. They are making very little effort. Shades of a couple of years ago for me, that was mm. Now, hopefully that's just a one-off and it won't happen again, but I didn't like to see
1: it. Was it almost like the game we'd already gone by, <laughs> 2-0 and potentially played Yeah, I, like I, I yeah. think head,
4: heads dropped, mm. but that's where you need to show your fighting spirit. You might be 3-0 down, but you still run that extra 10 yards to, mm. to reach that ball. It's easy to do when you're 2-3, 4-0 up. Mm. The real test is when you're 4 or 5 nil mm. down, whether you're mm. still going to put it in or not. And we showed that we, we didn't and could or couldn't.
6: Yeah, no. I think going back to the Savile chance, I think whether that went in or didn't, this kind of result was coming for a while. The defense has been so poor in the last what month, mm. six weeks, mm. and the cracks have been showing. And it's just taken a very, very good team, probably the best in the league, I'd say, just completely tear us apart. Um, and they do, they near do so much work in the next two weeks to um, sort it out. Mm-hmm. Um, think at 2 was it 2 0 in about half an hour? Mm-hmm. The I theater. think at that point, you just you shut up shop until half time, close it all down, make sure you go in at half time 2 0. Because, okay, it's not great, but you can get back into the game at that point. Mm-hmm. But 3 0, it's going to be a lot more um, sorry, difficult to do. And you say, we just lacked any sort of fight to want or. Desire to get back into
5: it. Well, I, think, I
2: think at 3 0, it wasn't even worth putting Dico on the game. No, yeah. Like, yeah. So that's, that's why he said that's yeah. what exactly what he said, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. which yeah, actually made perfect it, yeah. sense. Yeah. Again. Um, mid- the Derby played a 4 3
1: 3 on the day, and uh, the Derby uh, City fan podcast put this uh, stat up in middle of the week about their midfield. Um, Jeff Hendrick, pass completion rate 90%, Omar Mascarell 97%, Will Hughes 90%, six
2: chances created, two goals scored, two assists made. But the good thing about their stats, a lot of them were in dangerous areas. Mm-hmm. In, in, yeah. We've been people have been shocking out wolf stats early in the year about passes, the number of you know possession, mm. the amount of possession that's in our forty yards from our own goal. Yeah. I mean, mm. m- the bulk of our possession is in that area. We don't have much possession in their half, mm. uh, and our pass completion rate in the in the last third will be very low compared to a team like Derby. Yeah, we eulogise about the stats in some of the games, but then some of our possessions. Means
5: nothing for well, me. A lot earlier in the season, we were talking about this before we started tonight about that Fulham game. The difference is they were moving the ball so much faster, then, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, they were. It yeah. slowed down a lot. Like you guys yeah. probably see a lot more at home mm. games than me, uh, especially. And now, like it's not, it's not pedestrian, but there's certainly not that urgency to go bang, 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 get it from one side to the other when there's a man free. Yeah. It's certainly a lot, yeah, you, you know.
2: Um, and there was one terrible incident on, when, when Ricketts had the ball in the box at Darwin, down in that left-hand corner from the telly is, is it actually in the box? And from there, we actually worked it back. And we were in, back in our own half in four passes. Oh. We were in the box. and We've we ended up back in our own half. I mean, that, that was just chronic.
1: Uh, let's talk about someone who other played, Sacco, um, who I thought potentially was the best, best, best player on the pitch for Wolves that day. See, in the first half, to me, it looked like he was playing the Perlo role. He was playing very deep in the middle. Did anyone else notice that or was that just me?
4: Oh, he didn't
1: know. He, did, no. he does sometimes drift mm. inside. To be
6: fair, and tries yeah. to influence the game a bit more.
1: He's um, almost like uh, he was setting up the play. He's yeah. setting the tone from
2: the halfway line. If Wolves were ever in Darby's half, it just seemed odd mm. for me. I think he was just looking for the ball personally because yeah. I don't think if he'd have mm. stayed out wide, I don't know, he wouldn't have hardly seen. It.
1: Did anyone mm. come out of that game at all? Good, or was it the whole team really didn't do themselves? I don't do think
4: it? there's any positives. No, I think mm. the
6: closer you can Sacco played all right. I don't. Mm. F- I don't
4: think Ricketts played that bad. No, he probably would have been the pick of the defenders yeah, for me. And it. even if he
5: did, he you know he can't really blame him because he hasn't played for so long. I think. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't yeah, many minutes.
4: Was that a bit odd that he
1: he'd come in instead of Rowe? Saying that no, Rowe's been in it for so long. I think Tommy Rowe's terrible at left back, but he stuck with Rowe. There was no indication that he hadn't been injured. there they no he indication he had his in the best league. Best game against Birmingham.
2: All? Yeah, I think he probably
5: just wanted to put some of the. You know, Savile's got quite good height to him. Ricketts has got good height to him. I think he just, you know, he's no, he knew he was going to play one of the best teams in the league. Didn't really want to concede
1: off set pieces, which they ultimately ended up doing. <laughs> but uh, I think the thought was probably there to just kind of give him a bit more stature yeah. in the game. Uh, let's talk about Leon Clark because he he didn't show any kind of threat really at all. He held up the ball a couple of times well, but was that really a key example of how we're just lacking someone up front who
2: knows how to score? Where was his service? though? um. But where I'd, was his movement? Before yeah, him? You, you've got to move to get the service. Mm. I've never seen it. I've never, I mean, I think you, you, I think I saw you tweet something a few a week or two back. about his actually. movement. I've never seen anybody move less. Without well, no, but better his movement. I think if you look at the
4: lead goal that he scored, what? his movement was absolutely superb. <laughs> can someone just
1: take a picture of George's face right now? Am I trying John. to defend myself
5: <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, in a weird kind of way. If you look at Clark and you look at Balotelli, they're almost two identical cases. You know, okay. when both players, oh, when both <laughs> I, I play, when go, both yeah. players came in, both sets of fans are like, hmm okay, but their record is okay. We'll, we'll give them a chance. You know, they've come in not done so well and now they're kind of being used as a scapegoat when as you say when both team, when both Wolves okay. and Liverpool's defences are actually really fragile mm-hmm. but at the other end they're getting used as a you know person to criticize I'm not saying Clark's great because I don't from what I've seen him he hasn't been good but mm. I think there are kind of parallels between the two to be honest I, I like know.
4: that. I like I that. I think that's it yeah. That's
2: why i came the big bucks. That's why i got the orange squash. Oh, you want to see his bank account? I don't have to paid spayed from e
1: yeah. um, Banks Landell obviously came off at half-time for Steeman. Uh, had had a great game. Did it really make any difference with Steeman in the second half? I know we only considered two compared to the three. I think he was at
4: fourth one of the goals, wasn't he? But I think steeman has been nabbed best centre half this season yeah, mm-hmm. I think but again it's the scout guard isn't he anything bad guards he's on never, the defence it's like he'd and never yep, off
6: half time Woody. he um, he'd have never brought him off he's from Bolly Hill don't you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is he
1: <laughs>
6: yeah um, I don't think Stephen really did much of any note, did he? But again, um, it, it's but, about, I mean, it was, it was, like a it end, was poor it? defending for the yeah. fifth
2: goal. Wasn't it? But I, forget, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, yes. at that
6: point, it's, you've already shipped him four, haven't you? So
5: he's, he's still ten times better than Ebanks Landell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I respect Jacket greatly, but how you can keep, some you know, maybe change it for your game, and you cannot keep someone like Ebanks Landell in a game like that, like you know. And you if you are, the, the if problem you, is, is it neither Bart or Ebanks Landell can play out no, and no, both of them play blind so right. balls exactly. yeah. and yeah. you know I was saying exactly. the balls are flying out of play many of them were from just when Ebanks and, uh, was put under pressure if you're an op- opposing team and you see someone like Ebanks like, you're just going to get to yeah, yeah. There, if, and if
2: we are going to play around the back you've got to play Steeman because he's, the, yeah. he's yeah. the most comfortable on yeah, the ball out of all of them
1: but these are two mainly League One experienced defenders going up against probably the best team in the Championship yeah. and it kind of shows once again that we are a team still developing from a route of League One which I think a lot of us do he's played a lot of games in the Premier League Mm
2: -hmm. he's he's played one season in League One he's played more games in the Premier League but you know I think it kind of brought
1: to light that Derby are a team who over you know they had the playoff misery but over a course of two and a half years they've built up a team to come to this point which Mick MacArthur did with Wolves to the point of promotion whereas we are still a team from League One ground base which is starting to develop and get get itself used to, to, to the Championship again? I, I
3: think it's ex- inexperience. Yeah. That really shone through. Yeah. I mean, we touched on it there with Ebank,
1: Sandell and Bart only
3: playing League One, mainly League One games. And like I said, Derby, they've got a good team, they've built, they've had a few years of this build and it nearly came off last year, it didn't come off at the last minute. It's showing now and now mm. an experience, an experience is starting to show yeah. as well and that's why we've got to bring some kind of experience in. In January, both in defence and mm. in attack as well. Yeah,
6: I mean, I've been saying for weeks on here about Liev and saying, if, his next game's always his hardest game at this point. Yet to say it about Bat and b Lendell, because, say, sort of best team in the championship, or one of the best attacking teams at least, and it clearly showed that they don't have that much experience at this level. Um, so we definitely need to bring in, I don't know who, but... Mm. It's, it's one of the
5: reasons why you won't like me for saying this. I actually don't want us to go up this year. Oh, yeah. Because be I, I'm, worried, I'm really worried they're going to fluke yeah. it and get I in the play. F- I think I, yeah. I personally think they might just miss out on the playoffs. Hmm. But if this team went up, you, you know, and Jacket wouldn't make wholesale changes, he wouldn't go up and do what QPR had done. It'd be very much what Burnley had done, and Wolves would get annihilated. Hmm. because you know, even last year I know you said they were cruising in some games but they are only winning games like 1 and 2-0 <laughs> and, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. and this year And this year, the games they're winning are generally by like a one goal margin hmm. and I think a lot of the mistakes and a lot of the losses and dr- draws they're just losing this year is probably going to stand them in good stead hmm. to then push on in a second championship hmm. year with yeah. two signings or three signings in January and maybe
1: four or five in the summer to then go at it next year, a, I, I think I agree with the fact that if we did go up this season with this squad, we would get torn to shreds. Mm. It's the danger of not going up this year is we'd lose the quality players mm-hmm. we have already to yeah. promote your teams. And how I mean, Kevin McDonald. I know he's been had a few bad games, but Kevin McDonald's form is such a, a crucial part of the team. Sacco obviously would be gone. gone. there's rumours of gone. Um, Everton looking at Lee Evans as well, mm. isn't it? But you know, he's developing well as well. But, you know, could that be that we don't go up and then we have to technically start again in the Championship? We have to find a whole new set of players.
5: That's where Wolves have to dig the hills in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of contract Kevin McDonald would be on. Well, he only joined last year, so hmm. he must have a good T- couple two or of three years, years, years at least, I yeah. thought. So it's, I think it means it's up to Wolves how much they want to push on and, you know. Yeah, because I, I would have
2: thought McDonald would be slightly disappointed having made the Scotland squad for the Germany game away and then he's been sort of dished, hasn't he? And yeah. I'd have thought that he'd, he'd be disappointed with that. But he'll know himself, he's not actually playing that well. So mm.
6: um, I mean, teams have sussed him out.
2: <coughs> yeah. or they've sussed out Wolves
6: and mm. seeing him as a key figure and it must be sort of quite difficult for him. Um, but at the same time, okay. the, the club need to look at it and have to work out a better system. Um, I think,
2: yeah. I mean, the Celtic rumor may come round again, but I can't think actually who would sign McDonald because there won't be that many people playing paying more money in the Championship than Wolves. I, I, they, yeah. I, yeah. I think people keeping an eye. on him. I think. I
1: think people keeping an eye on him, won't they? Because they would have seen what's happened in the League One and the hype that's been around him. But you, no, you know I mean, though. even
5: even if you're one of the kind of promoted clubs in the Premier League, you need someone to see you to safety. It's not probably the position you're immediately going to strengthen it, no. or pay big money for, which no. is what Wolves would want now. Yeah, I mean, you can, like, you know, like Leicester and whoever else as we we're talking, we're going to want to sign a striker. So, mm. I don't think he's probably in immediate danger in January. But could
1: this, uh, so so looking forward, then I, it might be we need a few games to say this, but could this just be a blip in the in the, the back in the Championship road, or is this potentially a? start of things come because you look at results compared to when back and started. It's oddly looking very familiar yeah. with how our, we, we seem to peak very early with Solbacken. Did and, you tweet something? Yeah. And yeah. Then oh, I, some I, so I know like it could be, the, but we're starting to it dip it. ever so slightly, and it, yeah. it makes you think: Have Wolves peaked too early? And in, and that, in that, that particular
2: season, if we is that, is that <laughs> <laughs> say Sol back, and back, and yeah. back, and in that particular season as well, you'll remember that Millwall started very well under Jack, and they mm. got they got themselves up into the top three. By the end of the season, and he just stayed up. Yeah. Mm. So, oh, and whereas, and Wolves went down. So Wolves and Millwall had a very similar season. Um, mm. there's, there's similarities there, and obviously, I said to you after the Leeds game, I thought, you know, really, that was a strange game. We, we ended up winning. I said to you, "Let's have a look at the, let, let's have a look where we are after two tough games at Ipswich and Derby." And now we're having a bit more of a different discussion. Mm. You look at Forest now, Brentford away; that ain't going to be like it was in February. We're going to turn up well. there and, and yeah. just yeah. Walk, walk away with the game. Uh, Bournemouth, that, and, uh, <laughs> you're looking yeah. a few weeks is that time. game? Yeah, mm. and, uh, I don't know. It, it, it is a bit worrying how we're going to come out of these few games, and com- if confidence starts to go on the wane and attitude changes, and it, it could go, it could go anyway. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. always
6: going to be difficult to have a consistent season in terms of the amount of points you pick up per game. And I think, as you say, at the start of the season, we did very well. We overachieved. Yeah, we overachieved. And I think now we're underachieved. But I think it's almost balanced itself out now. What, we Mm. 10th? And I think, I say, if someone offered me 10th at this point in the season uh, in August, I would happily said yes.
4: Yeah. So we're we just one point off the playoffs still. I mean, we are nine, five nine, five We're ninth. We're, we're only one point off the playoffs. That's what yeah. I think. So as, as, yeah. as, so, as, um, as long as you can keep in on it's the cocktails of, of, of yeah. the playoffs, you're always in with a chance in this division. Yeah. So you know, come mid March, if we're still, you know, even if we're only five or six points off the playoffs, we've six or seven games to go. Mm. You know, that's we're still in a good position. But
1: that's the thing, though. You don't want to now break away from the pack that could be a pack that breaks around if Wolves we'll start dipping. You, you, then you look at mid-table, but again, it comes to this whole conversation of, would you just take mid-table anyway this season, just to solidify? Or because we've started so well, are you wanting to push playoffs? It's, well, it's gonna, I think it's going to change. People's opinion is going to change throughout the season.
4: Yeah. I mean, if, if you would have asked every Wolves fan in July where do they think Wolves will finish this season, I think a good 90% would have said ten four below. Yeah. Um. So if we finish 10th at the end of the season, you know it's still going to be a decent season, isn't it? The Jackets
1: said in the same interview today that Wolves need a plan B, which I think we've talked about for quite a while now. But it's almost like we've started this season, the Championship, teams have gone, whoa, wasn't expecting this. And then as the games have gone, they've now kind of figured out how to play against us. Now Wolves really need to think of a whole new game plan. It's, so that's where Jack is going to go earn the money, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Is this, there
2: isn't another game plan that we play one way, that's it.
1: Well, these, well that, that's what I mean. Jack has got to think of another game plan. I know you say there isn't one, but he's got to think of one. We're just gonna, <laughs> it, it's it's going to be sold back and stuff, Saunders all over again. It's the so. same situation as what happens in the Premier League
3: most seasons. I mean, I immediately think of Hull. We well, that one year, there was, was it around 4th at mm, Christmas? Yeah. and then yeah. By the end of the year, they just about stayed up. Because teams figured them out, and exactly the same things happen to us. And you, you've, you know, you're right. We've got to find another way around of playing. Maybe that's changing mm-hmm. the formation, bringing new players, and whatever it is, it's got to be done. It's got to be done sooner rather than later.
1: Uh, another point I wanted to make about this game. Obviously, we can't do hands up because no one will know. So audio, hands up. Um, who, after full time, was fussed about that result? James? No. No. John. Were you fussed that we'd lost 5-0
2: to Derby? No, I, wasn't fussed, I wasn't fussed at the score. Yeah, I was fussed at the performance. But the score, you were The score, no, 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 no. I think it was 5-0, yeah. 6-0, 4-0. It didn't really make any difference. But
1: Luke, were you fussed at 5-0? Yes. Yeah? Rob? You're not massively. No? no. Rich? Yeah. No. I wasn't that fussed. I was kind of, 70-30. But the point I wanted to make was, especially with the away fans who I was there, and it was incredible, because at 5-0, no-one really cared, and we were all jumping up and, and singing. Because of... Past results we've had where we've been drugged 5 0. Have we now slightly become numb to this time of, oh, we lost Bellman, oh well? Or is that in itself bad that we should be quite angry thinking, hang on, we've just lost 5 0 away to a top to contender? Is is something happening in our kind of history where we should, we've should we been so used to losing so badly like this and we should? we're just not bothered I
5: don't, I don't remember us losing this heavily very often I mean I, I think back to like the Southampton game like outside of the Premier League and they kind of conceded five goals to like Chelsea Tottenham United but there's not really been a time where we've been absolutely I did look it up after
2: Tim tweeted it like, I, don't know, I, went, yeah. I actually then, went back to we 1998 we haven't tonight. won a, after we've lost don't by don't five goals <laughs> after, after we've lost by five goals we haven't won a game since 1968 and it's happened eight times we've lost seven and drawn one Right. But in recent history, like, we haven't but been how absolutely... How badly have we lost? We we lost... That's the only time... You know oh, since 1968, we've lost eight times by five goals Yeah. in in league football. Which isn't a lot, really, is it? No, not really. No. Not no, no, like, no. No. Yeah. Especially when someone would have been in the Premier League yeah, where yeah, we've just w- gone yeah, yeah. up, yeah. so you kind of yeah. take them out. Yeah, yeah. But Manchester United, isn't
5: yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but like, that's what's what the I'm saying, wasn't. It's not as though we're up, hmm? like... i and be five lose five all the time. But in that Premier League... Do you know what I mean? That
1: Premier League is. which is only what what three seasons ago we lost obviously to Album, which is obviously horrendous 5-1 we lost to Fulham away 5-0 we lost to Man United at home the final mm. now, I remember that game I know it was Man United but by half time nobody was bothered and everybody was having a good time but still you should not be You should be a bit annoyed your I, I, team is yeah. losing at home 5-0 I, yeah. why are we just not that fuss and why were some of us including myself and I left the, the ground obviously Derby were, truly deserved the win but I just wasn't bothered. There was no part of me at all that was annoyed that we'd lost 5-0 away, especially how well we're playing. And isn't there something, and I'm sure some other fans are like that, isn't there something wrong with that, that we should be annoyed? Or should I go see a psychiatrist? <laughs> Maybe
4: a bit of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you can be happy seeing your team lose 5-0. Or not bothered about yeah. it. It bothered me. Especially, you know, on the telly, you, in front of the nation, it's embarrassing. Mm. It, I find it I... really embarrassing. And it, it hurts. Yeah, you know, I was, I was, I was I'm re- I'm, you know, in a bad mood for a good couple of days. I thought so you <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, I was
6: annoyed to see us concede five because I don't see why we should at this level mm. be conceding that many. That was my main gripe. Um, no, I think I think Wolves fans are particularly good. As soon as it gets past about four or five, there's a bit of gallows humour, isn't it? And you're mm. just like, well, so I might just have a good, might as well have a good time.
5: I mean that's what I was just trying to say it's not like a regular thing so you can take it every now and again when you think how far this team's come in less than two years when Jackets kind of picked it up out of nothing and pieced all these players together and got to within three points of the top of the league at the start of November and then you lose to the league's best team by five goals so Mm. I really think in the grand scheme of things it's Mm. that no. That bad. I'll take that. Really, considering where they were. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, I, I don't like us losing, obviously,
4: but
2: if they bounce back well in the next three yeah, games, yeah, it's all yeah. about how it you for How them. do you respond to
4: yeah. to performances like that? It would be that's a way to call if we do
2: well, won't it? Mm.
1: But I'll get off my soapbox now. Don't worry. Um, so really, with Derby then just beaten by the far better team, because I was blown away with how good Derby were on Saturday. But was it just was that just the case that literally Derby were just that
2: good? Yeah, they're a good team. I don't think the five goals better than us. Oh no. Well, no, but no, nobody in the Championship's five goals better than anybody, they? even though, even Blackpool. Oh,
6: well, that's my yeah. That's
4: yeah. Okay. I do
2: think Derby are better than us. You know, I don't think there's any denying that. But <clears throat> not
4: five goals better, mm. which is what hurts. You know, if you, mm. if you if you if you battle and you know you come away, you, even if you lose two 0 but you've put a good show up. not a good show, but a good performance, and everyone's give 100%, then you can take losing. But when it's a performance like that, that's that's what hurts me the mouth when it's just got a list. Okay,
1: so obviously we've got Forest next, which is in a couple of weeks. We won't have a podcast next week because obviously it's an international break. But just in time for that, what do Wolves need to do in the next two weeks to get ready for that game? Apart from
2: obviously train. Come up with a plan B. Yeah. Hmm have their fingers crossed that Dicko comes back unscathed.
5: But yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the other <laughs> problem is that because of the scheduling of Marley's games, they don't come back until like late on Thursday. Mm. So they only have Friday to to do probably do what is like a light session. Mm. So I think that's what Jacket said after the last time yeah. they came back, didn't it? I that's the, that's that. the problem with having these two players pl- deciding they want to play for Marley.
2: Sir Alex Ferguson would never have allowed that. He, he wouldn't have allowed players to come with He was, was been injured with a hamstring problem, not fit yeah. enough to play. Mm.
5: I don't know, I mean, he, he said that you would have got half an hour out of Dicko on Saturday. And so, I don't know. It, Dicko hasn't been playing for Marley though. I don't think he's... Just no, he didn't. No, 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 no. I don't no. know who, yeah. who must be better than Dicko who plays for Marley up front. I don't think Freddie Canute. No. I was right. going to say, <laughs> the only one <laughs> <ball> left. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I imagine Jackie probably sees it. If he gets minutes, great. Hmm. If not, you know. never know. No. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, as long as you, you just want to make protect those two, don't you? But... Sacco's going to be going full pelt to book his place in country TBC in January. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I don't know how
1: many other players we've got on internationals there. Lee Evans is with Wales, isn't he? And Sam Ricketts. Um, That's it. We've got no
4: one with Ireland. No, that's probably the first time since 1968 as well, isn't it? nobody with Ireland.
1: That's not four players. Mm. So the bulk are going to be. Sitting down and watching that video as I was
5: reading <laughs> today, which
4: yeah.
1: I certainly wouldn't want to do. Oh, just a final point with Derby, just sort of, did it kind of show how much we missed
2: Dave Edwards in that role? I was going say this earlier. Well, you should have done. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> not, <that's laughs> I thought
5: you'd wait until yeah. the Derby thinks
2: so. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Dicko and Edwards are both missed. They're, they're mm-hmm. the only two people that move yeah. anywhere the other side of the halfway line. Especially someone like
1: Edwards, who now really is the most experienced player on that team. That's Paul Scull's isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's what we mean. So if, you, if you're doing pass and move football, you actually do need players to move. And mm. Dave Edwards, mm. for all his faults, is very, very good at picking out the space in between um, the defence and the midfielders, the opposition. Yeah, I
2: mean, look at the energy you put into the, in, against Birmingham. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know we didn't win, but it, I mean, we almost won it in the end, basically because of Sacco and Edwards, mm. and, and, and they changed the pace of the game. Mm. I was saying this to a mate. It
5: switched, like you know, Edwards is. Not a laughed that player, but he's a player which causes quite a lot of debate. Mm. Like, at what point does he actually become? I don't know, people call him like dangerous Dave and stuff like that. Is mean, <laughs> <laughs> deadly there, or dangerous? Yeah, he's yeah, no, he deadly dangerous? At what point oh, do people just... like take him seriously as like a key player in the team? I think they're going to have to stop to Yeah,
6: yeah. I think he's, he's sort of going to be what he's definitely one of those players who you notice him more when he's not in the team. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Blame the, it's strange in a team what was supposed to be evolving as sort of a passing football he's the, la, he's the last one he's, it, you know. he's the last one you'd pick for that but he's yeah. actually quite fundamental in the way we play hmm. um, but I mean
5: he's the last one out of that that kind of attacking bit yeah. of the team that isn't the, you know comfortable on the ball no, runner, well exactly. he will run at people but he'll lose yeah. the ball and um, He's I mean, the kind of last one to be evolved, really, to someone to kind of take his place. <laughs> well, yeah. they thought that Jacobs might do it, but he hasn't really pushed on in this, uh,
2: this at this level. Yeah. A shocking start to the season, hasn't he, Jacobs? Mm-hmm. But that is something that's been flagged up by Derby fans as well. Pretty, pretty, you know, prior to this season, that they, they said you, you, you'll, you'll see him in the Championship and he'll struggle to make mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe it would have been interesting
1: the reception he would have got, obviously, if he had come on. I'm not I'm sure they'd Derby. been too worried about him coming <laughs> Um, I think that's where we'll leave it then, this week's podcast.
2: Thank you very much for listening. Oh, gone um, oh, no. and gone on. Go on. Late breaking news Nottingham Forest at home. Next issue of Old Gold Glory will be out. I've seen the PDF version today. It's at the printers. it okay. will be ready for the Forest game.
1: And won't you tell people what this issue is about? Issue um, two?
2: Yeah, it's basically a, a champions issue, so covering all the years where Wolves have been champions in, the, in history. Uh, we've got interviews with the likes of Ron Flowers, Malcolm Finlayson, um, Jody Craddock, Chris Ulomo. There was some, some good interviews in there, some good content. Well worth £2.50.
1: Fantastic. And the, the digital version as well?
2: Oh, the digital version will be available probably early next week. Fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. So look out for it at Old Goal Glory on Twitter as well. Yeah. So, breaking news done. Thank you very much for listening at WWFC Fancast on Twitter, uh, Wolves Football Fancast Show and Like on Facebook, and WolvesFancast.com is the website which will have a bit of a makeover this week, so make sure you check it out. Uh, but for this week, uh, thanks to James for a couple of long two year old international. Commentating duties. thought <laughs> you were in London, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, wait, what was it in, you doing it in Poland? Uh, volleyball? Volleyball, yeah, just
5: spreading the wings a bit more. Yeah. And just seeing a bit. Of, you seemed like you were there for ages. Women's and men's. Uh, a few weeks in Poland, a few weeks in Italy. And you stay. Yeah. Oh, it's alright if you can get the word <laughs> out.
2: <of. laughs> fancy a few weeks in Poland <laughs> <laughs> watching <laughs> volleyball?
1: <laughs> uh, so thanks to James for popping by. It's bye from John. Good night. Bye from Luke. Bye from Rob. Cheers. Bye from Rich. Good night. And it's bye from me. See you in a couple of weeks.